a long, long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Hey people, it is your GM as always, Dwayne here, with our second Season 3 epilogue episode. If you did not catch our first epilogue, you could go back on your feed one spot and find out what Anarchy really thought about her time on week. It also gives you a little tease on what happens with Aaron Winstalker, Quagoris, and those droids they rescued. In this epilogue, we find out how Bail Bronda decided to deal with the duplicitous Apriel. We find ourselves in the deep reaches of space. We observe the military-grade freighter that was taken from the exploding home, the death trap that was Gypham Nark's lab. Only a few weeks ago, it was full of life with Skip, Bail, and... Dalla that we now know is Apriel on board, excited by the fact that the friends were coming back from wheat. But now the energy on this ship is quite different, as it is quiet, as all we have on board is a determined Mandalorian, his faithful astromech, and one Apriel. Uh, Bale, at this point, uh, has, I, I would assume has Apriel locked up in, like, a makeshift compartment that's kind of working as a brig sort of thing. So he's uh, kind of walking back and forth in front of it. Um, he looks over at Apriel, and uh, he goes, Apriel, wake up. It's time to eat. This food again? Is this even food what you're serving me? Why don't you just turn me over to the Jedi? At least in their prisons, they have quality food. <sighs> Look, Apriel, uh, I, I, I've been meaning to get this off my, uh, you know, off my chest for a while. Uh, to you, I may look like I'm stupid because I act stupid most of the time and it's usually just a cover for people to underestimate me. You see, what you did to Skip in my eyes almost 99.9% .9 of the time is unforgivable. You broke his heart. You destroyed him. He... I don't know if he'll ever recover from the damage that you did to him. He had feelings for you. And one thing I don't like to see is my friends being heartbroken over shenanigans and tricks. And, uh, well, let's just say uh, outright betrayal from people that they trust. Now... And how do you know that I... That I don't have feelings for him. <clears throat> just because I chose the Sith in my path over him doesn't mean I didn't care for him. I just didn't care for him as much as I care for my own future. Well, 
as of right now, and he takes out like a like a hollow pad, uh, flips it to page four. You are no longer alive. Nobody knows you're here. Uh, and he hands her the data pad to show her the uh, <laughs> the article that's in like uh, what's it called? Um, whatever the local galaxy newspaper is. <laughs> and she just she'll look at and go, how 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 did you do this? Why are you doing this? Because I'm also a believer in giving people second chances. So here's what you're going to do. And he motions over to Pip and he goes, Pip, get me the documentation that, uh, that I asked you for fake ID, the credit sticks, all the works. The excited astromet goes rolling off. Yeah. Uh, Bale is going to sit there and wait for him to come back. Apriel will just looking at the notification of her, her death. This, this isn't going to change anything, Bronda. Grand Moff Viking oh. will not, he's not going to accept this. He was trying to make a grand gesture. It's okay. Because as far as the galaxy's concerned, you're dead. Your cover's blown. You're done. You're finished. So, look. What I'm going to do is... I'm going to uh, give you, uh, and I go. I yell over like, "Pep, give me the stuff now!" Yeah, he comes rolling back in. Yeah, and he he'll, he'll give you a little. I guess that would be a data pad and for documentation, maybe some credit sticks or something. Right to you. <laughs> uh, it's okay, Pip. Thank you. You you work fast, buddy. So he grabs uh, the documentation from uh, from Pip. Uh, and uh, hands it over to uh, Apriel, and he goes, Look, from now on, Dala or Apriel, whatever your names were in the past, they're dead. They're no more. You get to start off fresh. And I've got just the perfect way for you to start off. Um, he hands her the paperwork and all that and goes, um, So, when this ship lands in a week... It's yours. It's a freighter. What you're going to do is I have a friend uh, in a system that I've pre-programmed into uh, the navigation named Marcus. Marcus is a shipping buddy that I met along in, uh, in a previous adventure that I had. Well, you're going to walk up to him uh, at his uh, place of business, uh, ask for Marcus, talk to Marcus, and tell him these exact words. Looks like you need a new captain to bail you out of some trouble, eh? And he will know exactly what you're talking about. Congratulations, you get to start a new life. And also, you know, it wouldn't hurt for you to give, uh, skip a call and maybe apologize. Um, I know, uh, things could have been a lot better, but, you know... You know, things work out, and the Force works in mysterious ways, and all that blah, blah, and force nonsense, and fate, and yeah, whatever. Uh, anyways, so um, this ship's going to land in a week. It's your ship now, Captain. Um, do with it. Uh, well, you know, go to that freighting company, and uh, they'll hook you up. 
so here's the deal. Uh, Anarchy and Skip are actually on their way uh, to accomplish something else. Um, I'll keep you posted as to where they're going, but I'm also going to leave it up to you, and I'm also going to tell Marcus for you to be on standby in case they need any backup. You're not working for the Count officially, you're working for me. And uh, I guess this could be the start of a new friendship. Uh, one that's, uh, you know, doesn't involve killing your friends. And he gives this big boyish smile. So, deal? Why are you doing this, Bronda? What? I. Why? Because I, I, I told you already. I am a big believer in second chances. Okay? And you double cross this once, and that's fine. You didn't know. We didn't know. Um, but I'm just going to warn you. Don't end up on the wrong side of a double cross again, as, especially with us. Um, because it won't work out in your favor next time. Which is why I'd rather extend the uh, the branch of peace rather than, you know, just spacing you out, out the door there. Plus, I think Skip has a thing for you. So... You know, it's it's a win-win situation for both of us. I get a new friend, you know, maybe get time to patch things up with Skip, and uh, everyone goes home happy, right? Kind of just puts her head down and thinks for a moment and realizes that going back to Grandma Viking probably isn't an option. He doesn't really accept failure, and she was probably going to die by his hand anyway. And this may not be what she wants, but it's better than death. She looks back up at you and goes, In the spirit of friendship, I'll tell you this much. Steer clear of Grand Moff Viken. Not getting Gyphim Nark is going to put him on the wrong side of Darth Vitiate. And if you think Viken is bad, Sith Lords are something you don't ever want to cross. Viken is going to make a desperate move now. He does not want to go back to Vitiate with nothing. So, steer clear, okay? He's a desperate and dangerous man right now. I wouldn't want anything to happen to my friends. Well, thank you for the warning. I really appreciate that. See, this relationship's already getting off to a good start. I like you. And that's why I made you something special. And uh, it's just like a, a TV dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like bu- like buffalo mac and cheese or something like that. <laughs> there you go. That, that undercooked brownie, the, the rock hard mac and cheese. Sure. Yep. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way and you're not in a cage anymore, want to watch a hollow vid? I mean, I still got a week to get to my location, so I figured we could pass the time with some stuff. I, uh, well, I mean, I still have that, that new edition of uh, Enforcer Force from uh, Gyphum. Uh that I've been looking for, like, all over the galaxy. Want to watch? I... Whatever you want, Bronda. It's going to be a week. Let's just try not to kill each other. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. I don't know about Pip over here, but you don't have to worry about me. And, uh, Pip, remember, unless I say the words, you don't do anything, right? The sad little sound, he's like... No, boss. Don't boss me, okay? Remember the deal. You have a safe word. Well, an attack word. But uh, you have an attack word. 
And not unless I say it, okay? Don't worry, you'll get a chance to shock somebody, buddy. The voice of Opriel was provided by Caitlin. You can find her on Twitter at SuperCaitlin1. That's at S-U-P-E-R-K-A-T-E-L-I-N, the number one. Hello, folks. It is I, Joe. So, the reason you're hearing my voice at the end of this episode is because we have some news for you. We now have a Patreon. Yay, Patreon! So, the next question is, what does that mean for us, and what does that mean for you? So, for us, any monetary contribution you make to the show will help us make a better quality podcast. This means new equipment and stuff of that nature. In return for your contribution to our show, we'll read your names on our podcast accompanied by a huge thank you! Ah, Thank you very much! So, we currently have three tiers available for you to subscribe to. We have the $1 tier, which means you like us and you want to pitch in to help us continue our podcast project. We also have the $5 tier, which means... You love us. You really, really love us. And you want to support the show. Yay. And then we have the $10 tier, which shows us that you are indeed the greatest of all time. Phenomenal cosmic power. So you can find our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash flight risk pod. I'll repeat that. That is www.patreon.com slash flight risk pod. Thanks again for listening. And we really, really, really appreciate you willing to give us a shot. So with that being said, you have yourself an amazing day. Peace. Bye.